Hello and welcome to episode one of the Belter Wire. My name is William Brown, content manager with Belter, and today I'm speaking with Rob Frost. Rob is the principal of Belter Blue. Just as a reminder, Belter Blue builds a customizable app for your restaurant and bar, and it's designed to simplify and enhance your digital marketing efforts while also increasing traffic and building regulars to your business. Today we're starting a series of discussions that focuses on what it means to communicate with your customers across all areas, both digital and in-house. We'll begin by talking through how important it is to attract first-time guests, regardless if you're a new restaurant, a craft brewery, or maybe even a corner coffee shop. Rob, thanks again for taking the time to talk with me today. Uh, maybe you can start by providing some of your background, maybe some of your experience, and just let our listeners know where you're coming from and what you've been focusing on recently. Yeah, Bill, thanks for uh, hosting the podcast. You know, we've we've worked with restaurants for many years. I've had 20 years in the hospitality industry. Um, Belter, obviously, has been working with restaurants for almost 100 years, uh, so it's good to be a part of that tradition. Uh, but we dedicate our time to helping operators easily identify opportunities, capitalize on them to grow their business. And most of what Belter Blue does is we help them do that through technology uh, and really using that technology for more uh, communication and smarter communication with their customer. Because at the end of the day, food and service is one of the most important things, as we know, but it's easy to lose that customer in that loop, sure. uh, that never-ending loop of food and service. So we like to, to hone in on, on ways to find, you know, capture and, and delight those customers that we all depend on. So you know, that's why I'm excited to talk about first-time guests, because it's a step that's critical. Um, as we know, no matter how hard you try to keep all of your customers eventually they're going to come and some will go and the trick is really to kind of keep that ratio in your favor so uh, you know good solid thoughtful communication is, is something that we often think is key to you know really driving that relationship great excellent so why don't we just dive right in let's let's start by talking about the owner or the manager of a restaurant or a bar okay so what are you thinking are the initial steps that they should be taking to attract you know what's considered a first-time guest yeah, so that's 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 good, and that's really uh, that's really where it starts is with the operator, the owner, the manager, you know, the captain of the ship, um, having a plan. I mean, attracting first time guests is not an accident in any way, shape, or form. And in the the restaurants and bars and breweries and coffee shops that we work with, um, they have a strategic goal and a plan. So. Um, it's like prepping for anything else in your restaurant, be it a service or writing a schedule. The difference is with first-time guests, you know, we're deciding uh, what to communicate, who we're going to communicate it to. So, you know, the first thing is identifying who your customer is, uh, what they're interested in, uh, and most importantly, how you can easily move them to action. So, um, you just you really want to think about people because at the end of the day they're the ones receiving you know these messages they're the ones coming into your restaurant you know what's going to make them feel good or get them excited um, and one of the key kind of equations that we use when we're thinking about these different types of ways to you know identify and target our customers is you know if we know who they are we need to think about what's going to move them emotionally and maybe what's also going to move them logically and when you can find a plan or a way to bring them in that combines both of those you definitely got a chance for success so another key point in your plan is defining uh, what you want that first time guest to do at your restaurant and what their ideal visit might look like uh, if you don't know what their ideal visit looks like and you don't know what you want them to do there they certainly don't have any idea uh, so that's really important as you're developing that plan 
Another important thing is looking at the competition in your area and finding what they're doing well, what you do well, and the things can kind of help you, you know, stand apart from that. So those are all factors that are a part of a plan. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, a bar uh, might want to attract people not only for happy hour, but also to come in and watch the big games. So, you know, am I targeting to try to get people's first visit to be to watch the big game, you know, the Super Bowl with all my friends, or am I targeting to have them come in for happy hour? decide they like the place first, uh, and then invite them all in for the big game. So that's something to think about as you develop a plan. Okay, great. So let's let's keep going down that path. We're talking about attracting them to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now that we have a better idea as to who the customers are, what, what they should be focusing on if you're an owner or a manager, identifying those customers, how do they go about attracting them to come in to their, if it's a new restaurant, a new bar, maybe they've been in business for you know, a couple of months and just getting that traffic to come in for that first time. What what should they be doing? Yeah, so that's that's great. So you want to take that plan and, and the the base the basis of that plan of who your customer is, and then kind of figure out what an easy visit is versus what a hard visit is. You know, it, another example that I can give is if you're a catering business or you want to grow your catering business, um, it's a hard sell to get an office manager or. Um, somebody who's planning a family party to put that whole event on the line if they've never eaten at your place before. I'm not going to order a hundred sandwiches if I've never had one. So it's important to attract them with an easy first visit. Um, and for example, you know, come back to the happy hour example. I'm never going to come in and suggest to take out, you know, me and my six best friends to dinner at your place if I've never been there myself before. And that's the thing. Everyone wants to know the place to go. Everyone wants to have that, you know, that new exciting restaurant, but they don't want to be the, the person to take someone, you know, to a dud of a place. So those are in, those are important things. So you want to correlate what you do well then in-house with what your reviews say you do well online, um, and then back that up with an offer or an event or some other compelling reason to visit your restaurant. Um, you know, people are looking online for your business. So, you know, you ask me is how do I attract them? Well, the answer is, is I have to have an easy way for them to visit, right? I have to have something that they're going to want to do that's not a big commitment, that's not going to put their reputation on the line. Um, and then I also want to correlate that with what I do well in-house and then find some sort of reason that backs that up. So if I have the best hamburgers in town, I want to find a way for them to get a taste of that hamburger the easiest way they possibly can and get a chance to meet my servers, meet my hosts, and do all those different things. Um, and then you capitalize on that as, as it goes. Awesome. So we're, we've got the idea of bringing in first-time business, first-time customers. Let's go over, you know, we want to we want to elevate that. You know, how do we increase that level of traffic? How do we mm-hmm. how do we generate uh, a, a larger group of people to come in and visit with you? Yeah, so, you know, we've talked about developing the plan and that's really important because, you know, that's the foundation of what we're doing, but now, you know, actually increasing that traffic is, you know, executing and communicating that plan to people. So, um, at the end of the day, there's a million ways to do that on the internet today, right? Um, you know, there's websites, social profiles, review sites, and it can be confusing as to what you need to do um, and where you need to post these different things. And we'll talk about that, I think, in just a, a little bit later on in, in the podcast here. But the first thing that you need to do is make sure that your basics, your website, your social profiles and your review sites are giving the right overall impression of of the ambience of the ambiance, excuse me, of your place. 
you know, people are afraid of, of visiting the unknown. So when I'm looking for lunch near me or the best hamburger in town, I need to have a compelling reason to visit and I need to understand where I'm going to. And that compelling reason to visit online is more important than ever because you're going to be competing against the three other burger joints or the four other breweries or the three other coffee shops around you, not to mention the big, the big places, the Starbucks or the, you know, the other places that are right around the corner. So if somebody's never been there before, you need to find a way to get them to, to take action. Um, and then importantly, you know, track that action. So if I'm a coffee shop, I might be offering a buy one, get one coffee, you know, for my first time guests. Um, and a great way to do that is through technology, like a mobile app, uh, or through technology. Um, you, so, you know, there are some point of sale systems that can do that. You can even pay for those sorts of things on some sort of social networks. But most importantly, you need to be able to then track that and then market to them again, you know, for a second and a third visit. So as far as attracting people as well, you want to shy away from discounting, uh, lean towards upgrading or providing an extra special experience. So if I'm a chicken wing restaurant, I'm not going to offer 25 cent wings when they're norm normally 50 cents. I'm going to offer 12 wings for the price of six. Sure. Right. Um, so you can try an extra sauce or I'm going to give them free blue cheese or, you know, s something along the lines to make it a special experience because um, you want to set that tone early and attracting people with a VIP, not a discount. Great. So you, you started hinting at what the next point I wanted to bring up, which is, you know, people, they, they go to a restaurant to order food. They go to a bar to drink their favorite beers or their mixed drinks. How important is it from a, a menu perspe perspective to consistently update it and, and offer new entrees, maybe weekly specials, maybe if it's a craft brewery, highlight their, their latest craft brew? I mean, how important is, is the menu as a piece to, again, attract new customers? Uh, it's incredibly important, Bill. And at the end of the day, I don't want it to sound like we're glossing over all of the things that need to happen in-house uh, to make this a success because you can get them in the, in the, in the front door as a first-time guest, but if your service is subpar or your food is average, it doesn't matter what you do. They're not going to come back, and they're most likely not going to put a, a review online. They're just going to vote with their feet. So you know, we'll talk about in future podcasts how to take those first-time guests and treat them the right way when they come in the, in the front door and you know, how to build loyals, loyalty and you know, how to build regulars. But there are things you can do in-house to affect attracting first-time guests. And you mentioned them. It's, you know, how do I put uh, new menu items out there? You know, how do I offer exciting things? And one of the best things about, you know, having program in your restaurant that's seasonal, that is based around big events or, you know, highlights, um, you know, new offerings in your restaurant is, is that attracts first-time and long-time guests. So you're, you're kind of double-dipping with your efforts there. So you want to make sure, first of all, you're not doing it just to do it. it you, you don't want to throw something out there that's not very thoughtful because uh, people can see right through that. It's got to be authentic. If I'm a Mexican restaurant, it might not make sense for me to do an Oktoberfest beer special, right? Uh, but places do that because they want to capitalize on, on the time of year or the day or whatever it is that they're, you know, that they're trying to, to use to bring people in. But you do want to do things that are fresh. You know, things that are new and exciting. You know, a, a wing special for your 50th straight week isn't necessarily an exciting thing. Um, but a new cocktail every week to pair with your new wing sauce every week is fresh and exciting, right? So uh, a first-time guest might see that new wing, wing sauce and cocktail pairing or wing sauce and beer pairing in the first three times not decide to come. 
but the fourth time is the time they do right and that fourth one you know might also be the thing that gets them to come back and back and back again so um you know the key is to make sure you stay top of mind and in those types of things make you at the top of their list you know whether it's seeing them on facebook or driving past on the street um or just going to your website or opening up your mobile app for that matter so those are things that are that are pretty key. You want to pay attention, like I said, to holidays and, and uh, different specials that fit, you know, your restaurant. Um, and if if you're a family friendly place, you know, make sure that you're, you know, offering specials or deals that are unique to that specific audience. You know, and that applies to other things as well. So um, I think it is very important. Good. So let's talk a little bit about promotional efforts. So you're a you just opened your your new restaurant. You just opened your corner bar, coffee shop. Again, with the idea of attracting first-time guests, what type of promotional efforts should you be focused on? What should you be spending time on? What shouldn't you be spending time on? What's going to drive in those those first-time customers? Yeah, so assuming that you've got a compelling message and you're you know you're saying the right things and you've got a plan and uh, you know all the things we talked about before. You know now we're talking about how do I get that message and how do I communicate that message to the people that might be my potential first-time guests. Uh, one of the ones that we see people miss all the time is Google. It's a it's a phrase now. Google it, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing. So, when was the last time you you know were in a, a new city or you're in a new place or a new part of town? You know, you went to Google uh, looking for lunch or dinner or happy hour, and the answer is all the time, probably every time. So, you know, you can go to Google. Um, you can go to Google My Business, and you can set up your own profile. Okay, you can link your menus, your hours. You can put compelling reasons to visit on there. Um, you can put events on there. Um, you can do all sorts of things to uh, add an extra layer of information. So when that first-time guest sees your business for the first time, they're getting directed to your mobile app. They're getting directed to your website. Uh, they're getting directed back to um, whatever that, like I said, that compelling reason to visit is. Not a lot of people go to Twitter uh, and Facebook to find new restaurants. Um, I might stumble across them in my news feed on Facebook. Um, if somebody is posting a review or saying how good it was or posting a photo, but organic reach on Facebook for people that have never seen your restaurant before is non-existent. Unless you're paying, and that's a whole different topic, right. <laughs> is paying on Facebook. Right. Um, Instagram's a different a different animal, though. Um, that's driven by food and food photos. So you can get influencers and chefs to share your your content, or somebody to to post about your restaurant on a platform like Instagram. Uh, that can be a really powerful way to attract people that have never heard about or seen your restaurant before. Uh, but again, then that needs to be backed up with a website at the very minimum that gives people a great idea of what they can expect. It has to be mobile friendly. They have to be able to see it and, and view it on their phone. Uh, and these are all things that, that we help our customers with at Belter Blue. Um, it's not necessarily easy to, to do all those things, especially when you're focusing on the food and service loop that we talked about earlier. Sure. Um, but the good thing is, is it's not complicated stuff. Um, and once we set it up and get it working, you know, there's automation uh, that can be built in. There's things that you can do on the fly or we can do for you. There's a lot of different ways to make sure that this funnel that is created online where people are either coming at you from social media or coming at you from Google. It's really those are the two places they're coming to your website from that then they have a reason to visit and they understand what your business is. Um, and then there's all the other things that are important, you know, uh, having good 
um, street side signs and, and flyers and things like that. And if you really want to have a chance to, you know, attract people, if you're in a population dense area, you can hand out flyers in business parks or coordinate with office managers or HR departments and offer specials and discounts or, or things like that to, to bring people in um, and just gain awareness quickly. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those things make a lot of sense. Um, and I'm sure that uh, anyone that's listening to this podcast is going to find a lot of value from all those options that you just detailed. So, and it's good that we're that you guys are here to help out, you know, with these uh, these new customers that are they're starting up with their first business, their first bar, their first restaurant. So that's a lot of really good information. And Bill, just to keep it 100, just to keep it real, yeah. all the things we're talking about are not earth shattering things. They can be found on the internet. The difference with working with somebody like us, or working with anybody for that matter, is. If, you, if you're able to spend more time on your food and your service and less time on marketing your business, everybody wins. Yeah. Right? Including you and your brain space, Mr. Restaurant Operator or Mrs. Restaurant Operator of, of, of uh, you know, time for running your business. So that's kind of what we focus on. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point. Uh, the last thing I really wanted to talk about um, has to do with creating events, right? So... Attracting customers with your great food, your great beer is a great thing, but nowadays it seems like a lot of these restaurants and bar owners are going out of their way to develop and promote events to also drive in new traffic. So I guess my question is, is it easier to engage new customers through activities first and then you know sell them on your, your latest recipe or your newest craft brew? I mean, what, is, is it one or the other? Does it matter? Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. So you need to do both. The key for events is there's two types of events. There's events that you run yourself as a restaurant or as a brewery um, that are you know based around your menu or your products or your beers. Uh, and those are events that are already happening in the community that you're a part of that aren't focused on you or your business. So you know for attracting first-time guests, it's really important to be a part of community events. You know, uh, run promotions or deals with the local football team you know if you win on friday bring in your ticket stub type things or be a part of farmers markets or you know other sorts of events that um give you more exposure um, but that are also authentic to you and then find a way to convert the people at those events into visitors into your restaurant so that's a piece that is often overlooked you spend so much time being a part of an event or doing something in your community the local 5k or the you know the or the craft fair at the high school or whatever it is, but then you don't necessarily have the time to focus on, okay, now how do I take the next step of making sure they come in? You know, a traditional approach might be to hand them a coupon, right? right. You know, here's 15% off to come back in. Then I don't have any way necessarily of tracking that or reminding them about it. They have to not lose it. So that's where we tend to use technology to help convert those people from those outside events. Um, and then there's the events that you host in-house. So I might do a, a trivia night, a game night. Um, I might do live music. I might do a beer and food pairing event. And those events that I do in-house help me drive repeat business or help me attract those people that I already saw the first time at an outside event. So I might see them at the local 5K to benefit you know, the American Heart Association. I might have heard of my restaurant. But then if I'm also uh, running live music next week, now I've got another reason to visit. So, you know, these are things that you have to decide as an operator what you're going to, you know, devote your time to. And that goes back to your plan that we talked about at the beginning. Sure, is, sure. Is if the person you're trying to attract into your restaurant isn't at those events, don't go to those events. Yeah. 
Um, and so that's why it all comes back to the plan and targeting and just spending your time wisely, not only with who you're targeting and where you're targeting, but then making sure you're tracking it and, and getting them to come back in. So, Rob, I think we've covered a, a really good amount of topics here today. You know, when we're talking about attracting those first-time customers, again, I wanted to thank you for coming in, talk me through all these, these ideas, these issues. Um, before we wrap up this episode, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners, you know, how can they reach you directly? What, what various channels are you uh, able to be reached, to, reached on? Yeah, so we, I mean, we have a whole team of people at Belter that can help with all the things that we talked about today regarding first-time guests. And if you want to talk about any of that, you can go to belterblue.com. I can schedule time on any of our, our calendars to, to have a chat uh, about what your goals are. We're really laid back, and we deal with restaurants and breweries and their goals every day. That's all we do. So, you know, we tend to bring a perspective, um, an outside perspective that can be helpful at times. Uh, you can also go on our website if you want and fill out a form to tell us, you know, what kind of things you're looking to do, um, you know, what you're focused on, what your, you know, maybe some of your problem areas are, and then we can look at your business online, put together some recommendations based upon what you told us, and then you can see, you know, if you want to do anything from there. So uh, it's all pretty simple, pretty straightforward. You can just go to belterblue.com or you can search for us on Facebook. Uh, we're, we're there as well. So. Yeah, glad we had a chance to talk. Great. We're definitely out there. We can definitely help uh, any of our customers that are interested in getting something like this up and running. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, uh, this is going to be the first in a series of discussions uh, that's aimed at customer communication. Uh, the next episode, I believe that we're going to be talking about what it means to convert these first-time customers now into regulars, which is hugely important. Until then, you can connect with us by visiting belter.com and through a variety of our social channels. We're currently active on LinkedIn, in Instagram, and Facebook. Please also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, and be sure to share it with your friends and coworkers. And again, thanks again for listening, and Rob, thanks for your time. Thank you for listening to the Belter Wire podcast. Remember, you can visit us at belter.com for all of your restaurant supply, beverage, hospitality, janitorial, and licensed branding needs. <laughs>